recorded in front of a live studio audience. Coming to you dead in front of a dead studio audience. 31 days, 31 podcasts. It's Helpful Snowman Pottoween 2023. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to today's Pottoween special. And we watched Bugs Bunny Halloween special. So this opens with a really awesome skull wind chime. It's like a skull, but then the bottom jaw is gone and the teeth coming out of it are like wind chimes. You know, they're the tubes or whatever, which I was like, that's so fucking metal and awesome. And it made me briefly consider a wind chime, but I can't do that because Poonmaster Flex and I have had uh, fairly frequent arguments about wind chimes because she thinks we should have them. And, you know, I always point out too when we're walking around, I'm like, there's no house that has one wind chime. It's like either a house has no wind chimes or a minimum of like five. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's like a disease. Like once you get it, you can't help it. You're like, oh, the music entrances me into buying more wind chimes somehow. Um, I just think wind chimes are either silent or they're be- it's too windy. I feel like there's no good wind chime weather. Like you're either just, it's annoying the shit out of you or it's making no noise whatsoever. So you don't even notice it. But I also feel like, uh, I feel, I feel like wind chimes are annoying because it's outside your house. And I'm like, that's like putting a speaker just in your yard facing away from your house. And that's how you listen to music that way. You know what I mean? That's, that's been your choice of how you listen to music. Or like if, uh, if I'm like, Poonmaster Flex, we're going to sleep. I like to listen to some talk radio while I go to sleep. And I'm going to put it on your side of the bed. Because that makes the most, you know what I mean? It's got to go through you to me. So it's going to be a little too loud for you. So it's the right volume for me. I mean, th- that makes no sense. Like these assholes who play their music super loud. Because they're, they're, I don't know if their windows are down because they're happy with how loud their music is, or if their windows are, if their music is loud, um, because it's so loud because their windows are down and the wind's whipping through. So you have to turn the music way up in order to hear it. I'm like, guys, I have a very simple solution for you. If you rolled down the windows um, and then it became too loud, I would probably just go ahead and use the AC. You're going to be fine. Uh, If, if you turned, rolled the windows down because you're like, want everyone to be impressed by your music, no one is. So you can just not do that. Either way, it's a win-win. Anyway, I just feel like wind chimes, it's one of those things that in your head you picture like pleasant tinkling now and then. Um, but I would just, the only times I noticed it would be times I was being annoyed by it. Uh, we have a, okay. So the way this special works, I, sus- I was suspicious of what was going on and looked it up later and was my suspicions were confirmed that basically what this is is a bunch of uh, Looney Tunes things stitched together by they created, you know, probably like 10% new material just to sort of vaguely stitch these episodes together. Um, so, you know, there's stuff with like haunted houses and witches and whatever. Um, 
So some of the highlights. I For the first time in my life, I was watching a Daffy Duck thing and was like, are black ducks a real thing? Like, is the way that Daffy Duck looks, is that a, a way any duck in life looks at all, vaguely? Turns out it is a thing. So I was like, all right then. Now, my suspicion is that they probably were like, you know, if we drew him with like a green head and like a multicolor body or whatever, that's going to take fucking forever. I have an idea. <laughs> we'll just, you know, do it this way. Some of my other highlights. Uh, there's one point where Bugs Bunny is on a very snuff film looking bed. I can't. I cannot stress enough how I'm like watching it. It was stressing me out that he was in this bed that's all ripped up and it's like soiled and just looks like shit. And he's, you know, he's in like a dungeon looking kind of thing. And I know it's Bugs Bunny's whole thing that he's just unbothered by this environment. But I was watching this just getting stressed out because I was like, there's no fucking way. Like if the only option was to sleep in that bed, I'd be like, well, I mean, up till now, I... I'm pretty sure that I cannot sleep standing up, but I also cannot say I've tried. So here is going to be me trying to see if it's possible for me. And it'll just look like me, uh, that, that time lapse of Arnold standing in front of the window in Terminator 2 all night. Um, except there'll be a lot more complaining happening. Probably more wobbling, etc. cetera. Uh, there's a part where, okay, Here's something weird. Um, the way they stitch the sequences together is a little awkward. Like, one of them works okay. It's basically two different cartoons with the witch where I think she's chasing Bugs Bunny. And so what they do is they use the chase to have him run to a castle. And then they're like, oh, see, now it's like we can put the other cartoon where they're together in a castle. That makes sense. But some of them are a little clumsier, probably because, like, you know, you have Haunted House, you have Witch, you have Castle, and you're like, eh, okay. But some of these happen, like, in the middle of the goddamn day in a high-rise. Specifically, one where um, Tweety drinks Dr. Jekyll Juice. Jekyll Juice? Is there an energy drink named Jekyll Juice? Because there really should be. Um, I, I don't know how much crossover there is between classic literature and the energy drink market, but we, this is how you would find out, for sure. Uh, so Tweety drinks Jekyll juice and Sylvester is like trying to make him into a sandwich, but he keeps turning giant and scary and then going back to being a little bird. But the way we get into that sequence is Sylvester falls asleep and dreams it and then wakes up, uh, which I was like, well, I guess that's one way to stitch together two sequences that have nothing to do with each other. They're like, how do we get from nighttime at witch's house to daytime in a high rise in, you know, 400 years in the future? And someone was like, yeah, just make it a dream. And they're like, all right, great. What's also weird though, is almost back to back. There's a sequence. So in that sequence, Sylvester, the cat is, you know, suffering fuckatash and he's like talking and preparing a sandwich and he's preparing a sandwich and he's, looking through the uh, cabinet for Tabasco sauce. And I was like, okay, you guys did that because that's the worst, the meanest word to make him say. But he's, he's doing all that. And then, in the, almost back to back, the next sequence, he's with Porky Pig, but he's just a cat. Like, he doesn't talk, 
And Porky Pig is treating him very much like a cat. I mean, a little bit like, well, a very advanced cat, you know, because he's like asking him to do things like shut the window during the night. But, you know, he, he doesn't expect a verbal response and he's not treating him like another man. He's definitely treating him like a pet, which so it's kind of weird because I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but then there's a part where Porky checks into a hotel and there's a, a, a moose head on the wall that a noose comes out of a moose noose. A moose noose headed to train wreck your caboose. Um, a, a noose almost goes around his goddamn neck. And that's like, it's a little horrifying. You're like, yeah, it's a little, when you think about it. And like the moose head is kind of scary and eerie looking. And then this uh, noose comes out of its mouth sort of slowly and is silently creeping down to get around his neck and kill him. And you're like, well, that's kind of dark. We had a bunch of stuff with the witch, who I just found out has a name, and it's Witch Hazel, which I was like, oh, that's not a bad name. Um, there were some weird things with the witch, too. Like, uh, she apparently needed some, someone to imitate her while she went on vacation. So she takes Speedy Gonzalez and, like, transforms him so he looks just like her. But he behaves just like Speedy, and then she's like, eh, fuck it, good enough. And then she goes on vacation and comes back and Speedy has like messed up a magic spell and he's turned Daffy Duck into, if you remember there was that cartoon where Daffy Duck is fighting with the animator. It's like a fourth wall breaking thing and they turn him into like a quadruped uh, with a daisy around his face and a flag for a tail and he just looks crazy. He's like a trippy walking on all fours weird lizard thing. And uh, they reuse that animation, very obviously, right? But I was like, what did you think was going to happen? She's like, she left Speedy Gonzalez. She was like, well, you look like me, but you don't sound or act like me. And then she's like, yeah, good enough. And then she's like, wait a minute, you were doing magic and stuff while I was gone? And it's like, well, why did you put him there looking like you if not to do your job while you were gone? Dumb, dumb. I, I started wondering, though, because I was like, I feel like I haven't heard anything about it for a while, but I'm not sure of this whole idea of like, have we calmed down on the depiction of like witches? In other words, like, can you still be a witch? Is that like a, a wrong thing to be? Now, I wanted to give some evidence or some just maybe not evidence, something to think about. Because I was like, I mean, never in my life have I confused a, a Wiccan, some lady who goes to the crystal store. And I'm like, well, she's probably eating children. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily, I can't say I have a ton of respect for like witchcraft, but that's because I have like no respect for any religion. You know what I mean? I don't disrespect it any more than any other religion. It's like, well, you have magic rocks, you have magic symbols, you have magic books, like whatever. It's all the same thing. But like, do we need to be respectful of witches that way? And is, is a witch, is a Wiccan a witch? Or is a witch something that came before? And this is kind of a question I came across, because I was like, did the sort of traditional idea of what a witch was exist before Wicca? And it turns out, yes, because Wicca was founded, and I'm going to let you guess, and I'm betting you're going to guess much earlier than 1921, which is when Wicca was founded, which was 
way after the popular image of the witch was like part of the culture. Way after. Now, you may also be thinking about the uh, witch trials. And I did find some facts about the witch trials. Uh, This is from english-heritage.org.uk. And uh, there were like eight facts, eight witchcraft myths. And there were two very significant ones, I thought. One of them was witch hunting was really women hunting since most witches were women. And this said, in England, the majority of those accused were women. In other countries, including some of the Scandinavian countries, men were in a slight majority. Even in England, the idea of a male witch was perfectly feasible. Across Europe, in the years of witch persecution, around 6,000 men, 10 to 15% of the total, were executed for witchcraft. In England, most of the accusers and those making written complaints against witches were women. Now, I never have women on this show. It's kind of a rule. That's actually just because I don't have anyone on this show. <laughs> you imagine? I'm like, you know what? No more women on this show. There's been way too many, way too many women on this show. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't, I don't feel able to comment on most of the accusers also being women. I, I, you know, you all work that out. You can, you can work that out how you feel about that yourself. But, so it turns out it wasn't just a woman thing. Hmm. Interesting, right? But the second one was, I thought, even more interesting, er, which is witches were really just goddess-worshipping herbalist midwives. Uh, and this says, nobody was goddess-worshipping during the period of the witch hunts, or if they were, they have left no trace in the historical records. Despite the beliefs of lawyers, historians, and politicians, uh, there was no real pagan witchcraft. There was some residual paganism in a very few trials. The idea that those accused of witchcraft were midwives or herbalists, and especially that they were midwives possessed of feminine expertise that threatened male authority, is a myth. Midwives were rarely accused. Instead, they were more likely to work side by side with the accusers to help them to identify witch marks. These remarks on the body believed to indicate that an individual was a witch, not to be confused with the marks scratched or carved on buildings to ward off witches. So here's my question. Is it like, do Wiccans, for example, and it's like, hey, there's this stereotype that witches are like this, but really we're like this. But did Wiccans co-opt something else? Do you know what I mean? Did they, is it sort of like, I kind of get the idea of trying to take something negative in the culture and make it more positive, give it a more positive spin. But maybe I'm, sometimes I'm like, maybe you should just like make up your own thing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, when you call yourself a witch, do you want us to think of you on a pointy hat and a broomstick or not? And if the answer is no, maybe there's some other thing you could be other than a witch. Like maybe you could call it something else. <laughs> I don't know. This is just a thought. I mean, overall, for me, it just doesn't matter because I'm like, not a religious person. So I'm like, I don't, yeah, if you want to make a cartoon where fucking Elmer Fudd is the Pope and he's like a bumbling oaf of a Pope, I would be 100% fine with that. I got no problem with that. Um, not that like the Pope is like representative of me, but I guess, I guess that's how I feel about it is I'm like, I don't know. 
I guess we could be respectful of, I think it's good to be respectful of an individual's religion, but I don't necessarily think we all need to be respectful of religion in general. So there you go. Let people do what they want. Don't make fun of someone for being Catholic, but if you make fun of the idea of Catholicism, I don't really see that as a problem. Anyway, at the end, uh, the witch gets transformed into a babe bunny, and Bugs is like, yeah, good enough. You know, I'll, I'd hit it. So they, they basically go on a Halloween date, <laughs> which I mean, sure. It's kind of like Bugs Bunny is like, well, you know, she's got like an old lady witch voice, but she's like a thick babe bunny of the same species as me now. So, you know, whatever. Good enough. It's kind of, it's a very positive message, I think. You see all these dating shows and it's like, I got to find the one, the one, who's the one, who's the one perfect person for me. And Bugs Bunny is out there being like, you know what I'm looking for? Good enough. (laughs) That's both a great message and a little bit horrible. But, you know, everything's a little bit of both. This this special did really predict the internet and uh, the way that, like, being horny for things that you shouldn't be horny for has become a thing. It's like we watched Bugs go through what we all went through, you know, with his uh, female bunny stars from Space Jam. Which is like, oh, this shouldn't be making me feel the way it does, but here we are. <laughs>